0: Oh, Okay, cool, yeah, yeah. But so that's that's the idea with this podcast, you know. And uh, I interview people that are thinking of becoming entrepreneurs. I interview people that are just starting and people that have already, you know, uh, started and are having a lot of success, you know. So definitely, definitely, uh, I I wanted to get you on. Uh, I've been, you know, watching you from the sidelines, and I was like, you know what, I got to get them on. <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> well, happy to be here, dude. Um, cool, cool, man. let well, we talk- well, let's get
1: about? Yeah, what we we're gonna go over.
0: Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, so, so for, first of all, to, uh, touch on. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, uh, what I want to do uh, because uh, not a lot of people would know, you know, about you is tell, tell me a little bit about you. You know, a few minutes of, of you know, where you come from, where you're staying at, how old are you, and and you know, what are you doing now as an entrepreneur.
1: Uh, my name's Trevor Hunter. I'm old. I'm 36. <laughs> cool. uh, have a Tiny human, she's four. Um, I started late in life, single dad. The mom's half ass in the picture. Um, I ran a sign crew back in uh, when I was like 18, 19. Uh, I'm actually a high school dropout, believe it or not. Uh, oh. Left high school, bored as hell. Uh, I was smarter than most of the teachers. And Went off, got a job, putting signs up all the country, drove a big-ass crane truck. Did that for about three years. Had a good time doing it. Realized that I didn't really care much for working for someone else, even though I did enjoy the job. Banked a little money. First business when I was like 21, 22-ish. Wow. Um, Fast forward 15 years. I own Seven Finger Marketing. We have been around since '02. Well, around since '02 in one form or another. Um, It was originally Unique Advertising Solutions. Back in '02, I sold the company seven years ago. uh, Was out of the marketing game for about five and a half years due to a non-compete clause part of that sale. Um, Once that non-compete was up, I started Seven Finger, which was essentially. Unique Advertising Solutions just with a new name because I couldn't use it because I sold it. Mm -hmm. Um, And as we are today, we do website design. We do everything uh, from – I have a saying of, well, there's nothing I can't do. There's shit that I don't know how to do today, but there's nothing I can't do. So I'll do anything.
0: I love it. That a client needs. I love that mindset, man. I love that mindset and I and I uh, um I feel like that's exactly every human being, you know, they need to have that kind of mindset. Uh some people are like, oh, you know, I'm too stupid or or you know, he's too stupid. And it's like, no, it's it's not that they're stupid, it's that they don't have the right information just yet. You know what I'm saying? So everybody at some at some point, you know, didn't know anything. But yet they did the research, they took they made the hard work to to uh, sit down and grind and grind and grind until they figured it out, you
1: know? Yeah, and I can't tell you how many times I've looked a client square in the face and said, I can do that, and I had no fucking clue how to do it. <laughs> but I still delivered. Yep. It still happened. I mean, it my, my, you know, been three days uh, – Of you know, 18 hour days grinding, trying to figure out how to do the thing the right way. Um, you know, it's basically a a $500 project or something, or a a $500 piece of a contract or something like that. That I spent three days on, you know, so I didn't make shit on it. But when it was all said and done with, I now had that skill. Yep. Um, the the biggest thing I run into is paying other people to do things, I would do that more if I found reliable people to do things.
0: Yep. Yep. It's, it's, it's uh, tough because it's tough for people to uh, adopt that vision or that, that, that mindset, you know? It
1: is. Uh, I've, I learned after effects, which is not in my wheelhouse at all to make these intro videos. Okay. Um, because I paid someone to do it and they never delivered. And I paid another person to do it. And they didn't deliver a, a good product, what I was happy with. So I just grinded and learned how to do After Effects.
0: Nice, nice. So let me uh, back up a little bit to uh, your first business at 21. Um, not necessarily I want to know about the business, but what I want to know is what made you, you know, what was that a how moment or that enough is enough moment that made you decide, you know what, You know, enough is enough with this, you know, nine to five or, or job. It's time to do it on my own. What was it that, that made you switch? I was
1: 20 or 21 and I had wrapped up the year on the road. I had clocked in just a tad under a hundred grand and I'm went to hang out at the, the oldest employees of the company. Uh, his name was slick actually. Uh, He had been there for like 30-something years. He lived on Lake Murray down in Columbia and went to his house. And I realized that he didn't live very much different than I did. Mm. And I asked him flat out, I said, what do you make? And he made like 15 grand more than I did. So I realized at that moment that I was essentially at – I peaked. Yep. The the most I could ever make would be what he made 30 years in, and I had peaked I was at the top of it, and I I wasn't happy. I mean, that's a good living, don't get me wrong, but I wasn't content with that. And uh, I stopped dropping – you know, I stopped hitting the titty bars and the bars and buying drinks for everybody at the bar, and I just started banking money. And at, you know, six, eight months in – I gave, a, I think, a 90-day notice and shook the owner's hand and said, this is, you know,
0: how it ends. Wow.
1: And I, uh, I dove into the car business, which was okay. a terrible idea.
0: Flip, flipping cars? Yep. Okay.
1: Horrible idea. Horrible idea.
0: So, I mean, because you're saying it's a horrible idea, I kind of want to know now. I, I, I mean, I'm thinking it was, a, it, it was a struggle. I'm thinking, I mean, based on what I'm listening to, you're you know, saying it's a horrible idea. Um, I'm thinking you had some some downs when you came to this kind of business. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Uh, it came around the time where – it came right before the government buy back the Clunkers for Cash or Cash for Clunkers deal, and used cars suddenly became quite expensive. Uh, mm. the ju- there There were no – there was a time where – you could go to a sale and buy a six or $800 car and flip it for 1500 bucks. do a buy here, pay here type deal. Somebody pays you $800 down, you know, a hundred bucks a month. You've collected what you got in the car right off the bat. If they, you never see them again, you're broke even, you know, if you can recover it, great. If not, it's not that in the world. Um, but the cash for clunkers program that the government did bought a bunch of those cars. So they that same $800 car suddenly spiked up to a $2,000 car. You know, it was, it was wow. more expensive and, and the margin on that car was gone. So it, it was just a bad, it wasn't a bad industry. It was just a bad time to be in that industry.
0: Yep. And I didn't have time, enough time. money
1: to uh, save, you know, I could buy 15 or 20 thousand dollar cars, $1,500 cars, you know, 10. $20,000 cars, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. was where the money was at and I I couldn't afford to play in that world. Yep.
0: What what uh what I like and what I want all the listeners to to you know hopefully they caught it was that you said, you know, I was making a good enough amount of money, but it wasn't the money that that was uh how do I put it? It wasn't the money that had you in this lifestyle. It was the way you were spending it going to the titty bars, buying everybody a drink. And, and, you know, like one thing that people need to understand, you know, uh, for the listeners, uh, something I, I learned uh, back in my days too, I'm actually 30 years old, um, was that money is, is one aspect of your success, making money. The other one is knowing how to manage it, you know. So when you said that, I like that, and I hope everybody's listening because a lot of young entrepreneurs want to show off their success and so they're like flaunting you know the watches the the cars of this and that there's nothing wrong with that but you know when shit hits the fans you know uh, people need to understand that they're gonna lose a lot of that shit you know
1: uh without a doubt i mean i didn't really i was in my early 20s did we just lose
0: no no i'm here why i'm
1: here Hold on, just a second. Um, (laughs) No worries. I'm here. Thank. Am I back now? Yep. Okay. Um, In my early twenties, I figured out that I wanted to do my own thing, but I didn't figure out financial responsibility until probably thirty. So during Mm my twenties. You know i was up and down you know i i had yep. i made it on a number of businesses and it was going out the door faster than it was coming in so i would have i mean literally uh mvz made me probably about a half a million dollars and a mm. year after that ended i was literally broke and yep. then you know one thing would make you know a chunk of money and it wasn't until it wasn't until i knew i had a baby coming actually. That I was like, you know what, this is time to buckle down and save money. And suddenly, what I realized, I, I didn't really save money to enhance business. I saved money because I, you know, had a kid coming. But yep. what I found out was, once I stopped buying all the stupid shit, I had more money to invest in things. And yep. you know, now, when an opportunity rolls across me, and it's you know a couple grand. It's not a big deal. I'm not trying to. I'm not letting opportunities miss me. That's yep. that's the biggest money maker that there is, and from in my world, is you know somebody comes to me and goes, "Hey, I want to, you know, I I have the skill, I have this piece of you know this set of equipment, and I need fifteen thousand dollars to start a tree service." And I go, "Okay, I won't have." And I'll have ownership of the tree service, and I'll cover your, you know, and you manage the day to day. I'll build all your marketing out, and now I own a tree service. Those are the opportunities that you just can't, you know, and that's passive income now. I mean, other than me managing the marketing very minisculely, which is essentially keeping up with the Google Place. Every every tree he cuts down, it's just money in my pocket, and I never even think about it.
0: Damn, that's, that's, that's making money work for you. You know, that's, that's, I love it. I love it. Um, There's a saying that uh, Les Brown says, uh, it's better to be, yeah, it it says, it's better to be ready for an opportunity and not have one than to have an opportunity and not be ready for it, you know? And, and based on what you're saying, man, it, it sounds like you're positioning yourself, you're, you're getting ready for these opportunities. And when they come, you know, you, you're ready. Compared to if if opportunities come left and right, I always say in every podcast, you know, opportunities come left and right. The the uh, decision is, are you ready for it? You know, and when you're ready for it, that's when you'll get it. So I mean, that's what it sounds like, man. You're you're doing amazing, but with all the success that I hear, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of investments, a lot of uh, failures, a lot of Things you thought would have worked, but didn't. Okay, oh yeah, so, am more I wrong more than... <laughs> so I want people to understand this because they they think that you're just gonna save up fifteen thousand and find the first you know business and it's gonna you know work perfectly.
1: <laughs> no, no. The, the reality is, you save fifteen thousand and you try to invest it in five because you're gonna fucking lose on four.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> that's. Um, I've definitely lost more, and I still do today. You know, I just. <laughs> I just, uh, I just lost a, a serious chunk of money, uh, it went to me, uh, five figures, not six figures, but in the five-figure range on a project um, in the past month that had very, very good outlooks and, and the growth was good and something that was completely out of our control uh, happened and it just tanked the whole deal. And Check. you know, yeah, yeah, we, and we had that was a, a really good concept too. I mean it was uh hold on, let me pull it up because I'm not sure. Fourteen thousand dollar a month uh profit margin. Damn. And it tanked like overnight. So,
0: so So for for my listeners man and for a little bit of for me man too. What kind of mindset when this happens, bro, like what kind of mindset do you have? You know, I mean, I know it it, it stings a little, but like what's going through your head when this shit happens, when you get the fucking news and you're just like, fuck, you know, now what, you know, I want to know, you know, what goes through your head and how do you fucking overcome it? Because I think that's where a lot of people struggle or they they're afraid of getting to that point. So they don't even try. I think if you can shine some light into that, I think that that might help them to either try or when it happens to them, know which direction to go.
1: Well, it's a sunk cost. Um, have you ever heard of sunk cost?
0: No, no. What is it?
1: Okay. if uh, I'm going to give you an analogy because it's the best way to explain it. If you're building a hotel on the left-hand side of the road, and it's going to cost you $2 million to build the hotel out, and you're halfway through, you've got a $1 million out of your pocket, a okay. piece of property opens up on the right-hand side of the road and you can stop building that one, go across the street and build your entire hotel for $750,000. What do you do?
0: Oh, I mean, I, I would think to go to the other side. <laughs> I mean, I, I could yeah. be wrong, but that's what I'm thinking. No,
1: that's, that's right. Because if you go to the other side, you're in at 1.75. If you stay on the other side and finish the whole one you're in, you're in at two. The million yeah. dollars you've spent is a sunk cost. No matter what you do, that mm-hmm. money's gone. So yeah. every decision that you make from that point forward is about what am I going to spend tomorrow? And, and and ending this project and starting this one
0: yep. is a
1: better concept. And people do that with relationships. You know, well, I've been with her for three years. Who cares? You're miserable. You know, the three years mm-hmm. cost. It's it's it applies to everything we do in life. Most of the things, most of the bad decisions we make, kind of circulate around a sunk cost. If you're ever saying, "But I have this much time or this much money invested," you are putting value on a sunk cost.
0: Ah, okay, I get it. It sounds like uh, what Gary says: uh, don't be too romantic with with whatever business. You know, some people because they've put so much time and effort into it, they they want to keep it, and and it's like you're losing more money on staying here than what you could be doing if you were to switch to the next business or, you know, quote unquote business.
1: Yeah. And and I guess that's a fine line of essentially it's you have to know when it's time to quit. Yep. Um, And it's really easy to quit prematurely. But if Mm -hmm. you sit down and look at your your model and you realize that I can't overcome this, this is not something that can be overcome or overcame, um, you got to cut the head off. And wow. uh, it it does sting, but I'm I try to be positive, and you know tomorrow's gonna be better. yeah' will be, but it it's it's gonna be different than today.
0: I mean, uh, I mean, if you have that mindset, you know, as as you do, where I can figure out anything, you know, anything you can do, I can do too. I just gotta fucking figure it out. I'll I'll spend three days studying this shit I'll uh, I'll spend three days researching whatever I have to fucking do to do what you do you know if you guys come with that mindset I think you can lose a thousand dollars but who gives a fuck you know because it, it, the knowledge you're gonna get is gonna be way more valuable than any any dollar amount I guess you can say
1: oh yeah I mean there is a YouTube video for everything <laughs> yeah I mean, no shit. I'll tell you a, a quick story. Uh, a few months back, an opportunity kind of came across my table, and it was involved in making soap, like high-end soaps. I don't know shit about girly soap. I'm not a girl, you know. Mm-hmm. I go to YouTube. I research. I research a shit ton of ingredients. I realize what jojoba does and what coconut oil does, and uh, almond oil and, and all the ingredients, and and I spend about a week concocting a recipe. I actually make me myself made like a hundred some odd bars of soap and gave it Just away see. to a bunch of people, and they were different different recipes. And I collected data from my friends and family of you know which ones like what and and made changes and now I have a little soap company that has a a pretty baller uh, soap recipe and it's I'm a guy like i don't. well actually I do use I actually made a man bar a guy bar uh, for myself Uh, it's not something we market but it's just something that basically I take the girl's recipe and when the the last batch doesn't get a couple of the girly ingredients is all it is um, right. but I had no idea how to do that, and it was just like, "Yeah,
0: we'll
1: make it work," and we did.
0: And if and if you would have felt, who gives a fuck, right? <laughs> exactly. You know, what was <laughs> I out uh, the
1: first round? Uh, I had, I think maybe I had less than a thousand dollars worth of ingredients. first Round, and now we make soap and sell a bar of soap for like seventeen ninety nine, and I've got two dollars in it
0: crazy man. It, it reminds me of, a, of another quote, man. I, I'm a I'm a big quote guy, so you might be hearing a few of those, but it reminds me of one. Uh hopefully I don't mess it up. It says uh uh success costs pennies, but failure costs millions. You know, I feel like and when I say failure, I mean giving up. You know, giving up before the right time. Um um not trying to look at every avenue, not trying to research as much as you can. You know, once you give up in, in life, once you give up in, your, in, in, in becoming a businessman and you just go back to your, this is my life on 9 to 5, once you decide that, you failed. And I feel like that's when you lose millions. Why? Because of all the opportunities you could have had. You yes. And I, yeah.
1: Uh, but it, it's hard to know when to quit, too. I mean, you have to know yeah. this idea sucks. Yeah, um, no, no.
0: What, what I when I meant quit, I meant like quitting your mindset as a business, you know, owner. Like it, you could have different, try different businesses, but when I meant quitting, I mean like quitting on yourself, quitting on, gotcha. on, yeah, yeah, on on being better than you can be. I guess you can say, going back to content, going back to your nine to five, going back to you know what I'm just gonna be uh, working at this restaurant for the rest of my life. So I'm just gonna be this. I don't know, you know, which is nothing wrong with nine to five. I have a nine to five, you know, but that's not my answer. I'm going to stay there. The nine to five, the nine to five is the
1: critical piece of the puzzle that I think most people fell at. They'll start up a business and quit their nine to five. And now they have to live off their business. And that is almost a, that is almost a recipe for failure. Like I would, every single time I would bet against that. I wouldn't be right 100% of the time, but I would make money off those bets more times than not. Well, well, let me tell Go ahead. You can't make money. You can't grow a business that you're trying to live off of. Even if you sliver down, you know, your living expenses, which most people aren't willing to do because we have to carry $1,000 phones and $300 a month phone bills. And our our required luxuries that we have to have, are, you know, yeah. exceed what they've ever exceeded before, you know, In the history of mankind, we we spend all our money, and you can't grow a balance that way. But if you have a nine to five, you have that steady, steady side income coming in, and you can focus on, you know, like Gary says, you work eight hours a day, you got ten hours left. (laughs) Yeah, hours of awake hours. That's enough to run the business.
0: That's it, man. Well, let me tell you a little bit about about where I'm at right now, man. So, so. My listeners, I don't think I've said this in any of the podcasts, so my listeners know where I'm at, and it kind of ties down to what you're saying. You know, um, my wife and I have our 9-to-5s. You know, we're doing pretty good in our 9-to-5s. Before, when we would, you know, get a promotion, we would um, upscale. We would uh, upgrade on everything, cars, places we live, you name it. Um, Just recently, we've been uh, getting additional promotions like we're doing like three times the much, as much as we used to. And this is not to brag. I just want people to listen. Um, uh, we're doing three to, uh, about three times as much as we, we, we used to. But the difference is our mindset. We're still living the same lifestyle as we were, you know, before we got that promotion. And now all that money, what we're doing is one, we're, we have a, a certain amount to save. And another certain amount is to invest in businesses. You know, we, we, some of them have failed. Some of them we're still working on. And that's just life you know, and, and the business, whatever profit we get, we put it back into the business, that's what people need to understand, you know, people uh, I, I, f- I feel like these, uh, uh, you know, and I don't like to bat, I mean, it's just that I want un- people to understand that these people that are uh, quote unquote think they're entrepreneurs and they're flashing everything to get more attention from others on Instagram, they are um, that they're, they're making money off their business, but they're spending it all on these flashes. And I want people to understand that's not entrepreneur Entrepreneur is freaking grinding entrepreneurs, you know, uh, your late nights, entrepreneurs, sometimes not even sleeping. Entrepreneurship is, is investing and, and sometimes, you know, losing the money.
1: <laughs> A lot of times it's losing the money.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I just, I just, I,
1: I, that's why I you have to leverage it. I mean, that's why you can't do, sorry, that's basically parking.
0: You're good. You're good.
1: Um, if you put everything into one basket, you're you better make damn sure it's a really good basket. Yeah. You know, uh, and as far as spending, I mean, there's a there's a caveat to that. There's a there's a fine line there. Uh, I was yep. working on a deal when I was really young, uh, twenty three, I think, twenty four, maybe. I walked into a boardroom in New York for New York Power Authority. We were working on a, literally a fifty-six million dollar deal, and I walked in there with uh, J.C. Penney, which is the, the store that was around here. You know, shirt, blazer, slacks, and I, you know, I thought I looked nice. I, I didn't. Um, I was young and stupid, and I kind of didn't get taken seriously. I, I was a kid who was dressed up playing dress-up. That's how I
0: found
1: Mm -hmm. that. I went home, bought a pair of $400 Floresomes, bought a Rolex, and went to a a tailor and got four suits, $1,200 suits. And the next month when I had my next meeting up there, the reaction those people gave me was totally different. Now, so that's not saying – if you want to succeed, you've got to go buy a Rolex and you got to go do those things. It's saying in that particular environment, those were the things that needed to make me seem like I was worthy of talking to those people. And and they, they put an intrinsic value on how I look. And that was, that was important at that time. Right. So it's not everything, but in a certain situation it, you know, you got to look now. There is never an excuse to buy a $500 Gucci belt. <laughs> never. Unless like, you're
0: 50 <laughs> rich. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Even then, even then, don't buy that tacky motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've okay. got a sales rep that uh, he came in. had a conversation with me a week before about what he was going to do with his life. And he is a young cat. So he was telling me that he wanted to, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur and and getting to real estate and getting the cryptocurrency and getting to the stock market, and I said just grind and save dude, just save your money and they comes out next week with two Gucci belts, and I'm like,
0: see H- how is that helping you get to your end goal <laughs> yep yep it I mean yeah exactly like and I feel like that that story you told I feel like that's why a lot of people are trying to uh, uh show what they got before they have it because they're trying to get in quick you know um, but like like Gary Vee says like he um, he can spot them out like you're only fooling the people in your level you know but you're not fooling the high people that you want to attract um, but well, yeah you gotta I, have everything it. else behind it I I, I agree, though. That's the biggest thing. I had
1: everything behind it. I didn't have the appearance. So it didn't give enough merit. You can't have the appearance and nothing else. Yes,
0: yes, I agree. You You have to have the value you can provide.
1: Exactly. That's just a piece of the puzzle. And And obviously, at that point, I had done well enough financially to be able to afford all those things. So I wasn't just starting out either, you know. Um, But I I didn't know the game, you know. Right. I mean I wear a car I'm now now I don't even own a suit now. Um, if somebody's gonna judge me by what I wear today, I could care less. Um, mm. I wear carter shorts and a button up and I do buy my nice shoes. I I have a shoe thing, but that's about it.
0: So so um for my listeners that are that are trying to uh figure shit out, for my listeners that are that are on the fences. You know, uh, from starting a business, not sh- not showing, not not knowing what their niche is, not sure what they can do. What kind of advice would you give someone like that, man?
1: Figure out what you can do, and make a literally literally make a list of what you are able to do today. And most of those things, it's it's going to be hard because when you think about what you can do, you can' you you. It's 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 not easy, especially if you've not done a lot, but figure out the things that you can do, figure out which of those things lead to something else, jump to learn to do,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: kind of make a graph, uh, a chart of, you know, if I can uh, TML coding, then I can probably jump into CSS or something else. If you, you know, uh, can do basic video editing, you know, on your phone, then you might be able to jump into something like Sony Vegas or, you know, an After Effects type thing. You know, yep. something where can you grow to? And then identify a problem. Identify a, a thing that, like uh, I think Gary said it the other day, actually. Find something that you say that sucks and make it not suck <laughs> and you have a business.
0: I like it. I like it. I have something similar like that. Uh, actually, uh, uh, yes, uh, what was it? Today is Monday. Yesterday, yesterday we had a conference for the SoCal. I don't know if you saw. It, it was Spencer, myself, uh, Brad, uh, Sue. And then when I left, other people came, which sucked. I wish I could stay longer. But anyways, um, we were talking and, and, I, and I was kind of like giving them my, my idea of how I think of these businesses to do. You know How I thought of this podcast. You know, um, and what I said, and and this is, you know, for the listeners to kind of, it's kind of piggy piggying off of what you said, you know, Um, I, when I need to learn something, when I need something and and it's hard for me to find out where or how to, I'll give you an example with the podcast. I couldn't relate to, you know, I mean, I like what Gary Vee and all them said. But I, I I felt like sometimes, like, man, they're too high. Like, it's easier for them to say, which I know was a dumb excuse. But anyways, so I said, you know what? Like, I, I want to talk to people that I can relate to. And then I thought to myself, if I feel this way, how many other people feel the same way? You know, but they don't take the initiative to do it. I was like So I'm going to do it. And so that people that listen to this podcast can say, hey, you know, I can relate to it. I noticed that my problems, my flaws, my... There's a lot of people out there with the same problems, same flaws. Why not create something that's going to help them out, you know? And uh, I don't want to give too much about my other business. I I think Spencer talked to you a little bit about it, and we'll probably talk about that, you know, uh, outside of the podcast. Uh, He did mention something, right? Spotlight? No, no, not spotlight. Um uh the other business uh, spotlight is a different one he said he'd talk to you but we'll we'll talk about it later anyways but that okay. one as as well it, it it um it was problems that i had and i couldn't you know figure out and i was like you know what why don't i just create something if i can't find it why not create it so for all these listeners you know and hopefully you guys don't you know my listeners don't feel like you're left out uh, the business is going to come and i'll show you guys when it comes i just kind of i'm building a team right now but anyways for all my my my, my entrepreneurs out there listening um if you can't find the 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 solution for the problem then create it and distribute it if it, if it's a problem for you to find it i mean if it's hard then why not create it so that everybody else can see the value and everybody else can say hey you know what this is valuable why not you know pay for it i don't know man I i just i'm gonna kind of
1: disagree a little bit at that point if it's not easy in front of you you probably shouldn't you shouldn't force it i really think there's some value in waiting for the right opportunity um not just any opportunity you know work the nine to five wait for the right thing to come across your plate and 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 it may not be apparent, and it may not be tomorrow, but more times than not, if you're forcing something and it don't feel like it's easy, and I don't mean easy as far as, I don't know how to say that. Um, I mean, easy as in, it don't come so
0: natural. Let, so let me, let me clarify, because I, maybe I, I didn't explain it right, and if, if I didn't, maybe my listeners didn't understand it either. Let me see if I can clarify a little bit more. Maybe, maybe we're on the same page or maybe we're not. So, (laughs) um, let's go to the, um, okay. You know, I'm just going to throw that my, my idea out so that, you know, people know and stuff. Um, I, I'm I'm kind of the same way as, as you, you know, if, if I, if I need something and, um, I'm going to figure it out. Um, if I need to learn how to do logos, I'm going to YouTube that shit. If if I need to learn how to do video editing, I'm going to YouTube it. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to figure it out. So my, my issue here is that a lot of people are in the same mindset, like shit, like I need to figure it out. So I got to go to YouTube. I got to go here. Um, and sometimes there's three or four different things you need to learn, but it's hard to find the best of each. I don't know if you, if you understand what I'm saying, but, um, so my idea is like, if it's, if it's hard for me to find these things and it's taking me a long, a long time to figure all these things out, how to edit, go here, and how to uh, how to um, create a logo, I have to go over here. Why not find a, one place where we can combine everything and then they can go to one website and, you know, they're in columns. You know, you want to learn how to do logos, go to this column. You want to learn how to do video editing and kind of have something simple for people to... You know, to one-stop shop, I guess you can say. And so, I mean, it's not something that that's going to be off the bat created. It's going to take time. But I feel like if you can, if if it's something that's struggling, if you're struggling with something to you know to find, why not create it so that other people can find it easier? I don't know. If I, I I'm I feel like I'm still not explaining it right, but no, it sense. i, right. I mean, <laughs>
1: Um, it. It consolidates everything to one place. It, it's Pretty it's it's a, it's a toolbox. It's it's the toolbox, the, the marketing toolbox all in one. I
0: guess I guess what I'm trying to say is, I guess what I'm trying to say is, if someone has a problem on a certain thing, why not, you know, um, study, uh, research the solution, and once you have it, and, and remember how long it took you, create something to make it easier for other people in the future to look for. I guess that's what I'm trying to say, but
1: that's actually kind of funny you say that that way because uh, I've kind of been making a few videos here and there for the TDE group for that very reason. I'll find something and and I'll see that people don't know how to do it, and I'll look up and I'll I'll something. We had a conversation last night about Google Tag Managers, and I said, you know, I'll find a video that explains that this you know tomorrow or something. I think in the video maybe i thought that anyways and i go through and start looking for you know a (laughs) pre-existing video and they're all so long and lengthy and just you know they drag it out and and i did it in 14 minutes from start Mm -hmm. to finish you know it's just concise so that's it's i think there's definitely a need for that um i think a lot of uh tutorials almost try to hit a 30 minute mark or something it seems like, right. like they, they try to make it a 30-minute thing. And I don't know why that is when they can do it in nine. Um, yep. And they lose me. I, I'm, yep. I, I'm ADD as hell. So they you know, will lose me pretty quick. And if they lose me, they lose most people. I mean, it's yep. just the reality of it. So uh, the, the – yeah, Slim, simpler and shorter is better. Um, and yep. then we can dive in and, and get nitty-gritty on you know episode two and three and four – but let's get the, <laughs> yeah. the main potatoes in episode one. You know,
0: exactly. Yeah. Um. I mean, hopefully, my listeners understood what I was trying to say. But, um. Yeah, dude. That's that's exactly what what I think. You know, anybody should do. You know, is 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 figure out something, and not only that, try different shit. Like like uh, Gary V says, keep your nine to five, and try different shit. You're young now. You have all the time in the world. You know, you can fail a thousand times and still be okay. You know, yeah, and
1: and don't be scared to throw money at something. I mean, if if you have your down to five, and you know you're live, you know you've I don't know everybody in the country lives in a different you know your monthly bills are different, but you know if if you can save forty percent of your you know net and invest it, you know what next month you got another forty percent. Yep. Yeah, that you're gonna have so. Throw the this month's forty percent at something. And if it sticks, good. If not, then let's we'll do it again next month and, and find something else. Yep. Just but, you know, find something that comes natural to you and that you can do and that a lot and friends are rough on this. Um, the, the the best piece of advice I can give is friends are terrible to run business ideas by. Because your friends are going to love you no matter what, no matter how stupid your idea is. Um, (laughs) Find an audience that's going to be real with you and go, yeah, you pitched it well, but that's a stupid fucking idea. I mean, you need that guy in your corner because that guy's going to keep you real. Um, There's been a lot of times where I've invested and, and done something and all my friends said it was a great idea and it wasn't. It was terrible. Um so mm-hmm. get a circle of people around you that's going to be real with you and not just love everything you do because you did it.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's true man. Um there's a saying that says uh you can't see the picture when you're inside the frame. You know? And that that kind of goes with what you're saying like sometimes even myself, I get excited about certain things, and and you're blind because of your excitement, you know, of the possibilities. And if someone from the outside looks in, and says, "Dude, you know what? That's fucking stupid. Don't do that shit." But if you're going for someone that that you know cares about your feelings more than your success, <laughs> you know, then they're gonna in 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 a fucked up way they're gonna screw you over because they're gonna be like, "Dude, like, yeah, that's amazing. Go for it." And then when when you fail, I mean you're the only one that fails. They don't fail, <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: And, and they don't mean anything. There's no, there's no mouse behind it. They just like your idea. Cause it's your idea. And it seems like a great thing. I yeah. have a really good friend of mine. That is my, um, reality check, you know, if, yep. if I, and, and he's the same, he's, he's like that with everything, you know, uh, back when I had a girlfriend years ago, I, you know, Call him up and go, I can't believe she did this thing. You know, she did, you know, I, I did this and then she did this. And he's like, Yeah, she's kinda of not wrong, dude. You kinda of messed up. You know, he's that friend that, you know, yeah. will be real with you. If you don't have that guy, you need to find that guy.
0: Yep. Yeah, man. I agree. So let's let's go to a, a different topic, man. Uh, um, this is a lot of good stuff, man. I'm glad I, I got you on. Uh I want to talk to the. Uh, and this is gonna get a little, little rough for for my listeners out there. But I want to talk. Uh, I want to talk about the people who give excuses. You know, um, sometimes you you try to encourage them to go and, and do X, Y, and Z because that's what they their idea, but then they give you the big but. You know, and I'm not talking about the girls, but I'm talking about the, but I can't do this, but I can't, but this, but that. And it's like, dude, you know, that, but is not helping anybody. So, I mean, the people who say, yeah, but I grew up in this neighborhood or yeah, but I only had my mom to raise me. Yeah. But I have two kids. I mean, all I hear is excuses, man. So, 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 I mean, what would you say to someone that that has a good idea or hasn't executed anything b- because of their butt. Uh, I'm. There's no nice way to say this. Just do it, man. I mean, I, I want you to be uh, real. That's that's exactly what. I,
1: you're you're either a person who finds a reason to do it or you find you, – you're, you, you're the person who finds a way to do it or a reason not to. There's two types of people. You're either going to find the reason and the way to do something or you're going to figure out how you can't do it. And I don't know – I really don't know that the person who finds the way to not do it can change to the other type because – historically, for the people that I know personally, the ones who find a reason not to will always find a reason not to. No matter how much you try to help them, no matter how much you put something in front of them and go, just just do this. just Just do it. I'm going to do it for you almost, but you just take this first two steps and they'll still find a reason not to. Those people, I think, are always going to find a reason not to. So the best idea, and, and this is the, I think the harsh part is if you are the person who finds a reason to not do it consistently stick with your nine to five,
0: hmm. you're not I'm an entrepreneur. To... And that's, that's hmm.
1: harsh. I know that, That's a pretty rough. Thing. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I, I mean, I feel like, me personally, I feel like sometimes I I tell people certain things, and I feel like they just have to experience rock bottom on their own. You know, I've 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 experienced rock bottom many times, and every time I keep coming back for more. It's like I'm pretty sure the fuck life is like. Aren't you fucking tired of getting your ass whooped? Come on, man. But <laughs> I I just I mean I got my my beautiful girls too. You know, I got my wife, and and I'm like. I If I don't do it, no one's going to provide for them. You know, if I don't leave something here for them, a legacy, they're going to suffer just like I did, and, and I can't, you know. So, I, I mean, I, I guess it goes back to my why, you know. And I feel like we all have a why, and some of us just don't look for it or they ignore it or – I agree, man. I, the people who, who give the excuse are going to always give the excuse, and I feel like until they hit rock bottom on their own, they're they're gonna keep giving us excuses. I
1: give somebody about three shots
0: in my personal life,
1: you know, and after about three, well, granted, I have some family that are kind of like that, so they get endless shots. But um, <laughs> yeah. uh, there's, you know, if you if you miss it three times, I'm I'm kind of done with you. I, I'm gonna yeah. help you, you know, in other ways. But um, it's just hard because not everybody's cut out for it. And yep. there's the, the the Tony Robbins and Gary Vaynerchuk's, you know, they make it sound glamorous. And they don't, actually, they don't at all. Gary Vaynerchuk doesn't make it sound glamorous, but he makes it sound achievable uh, yeah. five minutes. Uh, makes it sound achievable. And it is. But you have to have the right mindset. The yep. um, And if you don't, you just do. And some people were never going to get there unfortunately and another thing you were talking about uh, a, a tidbit that kind of is off topic, but kind of on, uh, it goes back to the finances side of things. You are talking about, you have kids. Um, yep. Dave Ramsey, do you ever heard him?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I know Dave Ramsey.
1: Before you do anything, save as I wish I'd done this. I'm not, I, I've, I've never taken it. Well, I have now, but I never took my own advice when it was hard, but yep. have twelve months of, of of bill money sitting.
0: Yep,
1: twelve months. The minimum is eight, but have twelve months of your fixed expenses sitting in the bank that you just don't touch, and everything you accrue after that go ham with it, go crazy with it. Um, if you can, and and here's the thing, if You can practice the restraint to do that. I would almost guarantee that you're going to be successful in something. Yep. If you can save 12 months worth of income, you will be successful at what you do because you have more willpower than the average person.
0: Yep. Yep. Man. Well, you know what? I don't want to take too much more of your time, man. We've been going for 50 minutes now. It's getting good, but I want to save some for next time, <laughs> you know? I want to make sure I get you back on uh, bigger and better. You know, every time I'm always trying to, you know, master my craft and make sure uh, I get people like you that give real value. You know, sometimes it's not what I wanted to hear. Sometimes it's not what I was expecting to hear. But when it's the truth, it's the sad truth, man. And when it came to uh, some people are not, are not going to uh, reach success as an entrepreneur, I was just like fuck I didn't want to hear that but hey it's true you know and and we all need to understand that regardless of you say it I say it anybody says it the truth is the truth you know so yeah. I want to I want to end it with one thing a question um what is your definition of entrepreneurship
1: The the will to say fuck it when it goes bad, and to wake up tomorrow and and get back to it.
0: Damn, I love it, man. Hell yeah.
1: That's pretty much it. Yep. You know, when when yep. when it knocks you down, move on. D- that's what it bust is. it if
0: off. off minute,
1: you know, you don't do that's, that. Uh, most people will say I had a shitty day and you go, and and, and in my head I go, did you have a shitty day? Or did you have a a shitty five minutes that you allowed to ruin your entire day?
0: That, that is powerful, man. That is so true though. Like one little event ruins your whole day. And, and, and it's like a, like a, like a snowball effect, you know, You, you, because of this situation you end up, resenting this and, and, and fucking up here and and, and then before you know it, you have a shitty day, which was really only like five minutes or less. Yep. Damn, that's so true, man. Toss it and move on.
1: Smile and take the beating and move on. That's an that's, that's entrepreneur.
0: I love it, man. Well, um, thank you once again for coming on. Um, we're definitely going to do this again. Uh, I, I feel like you have given us a lot of value and I definitely want to have people like you over and over again, um, when you have a chance, listen to uh, you know one of the ones I did with Spencer, one of the ones I did with Adrian. I mean, a, a lot of people that are on the podcast are amazing. Uh, I mean, all of them; they all have a story to tell, and, and I love it, man. And definitely would love some feedback, you know.
1: All right, sounds good. I'm sorry, Beast is uh, has the pitbull zoomies right now for some reason.
0: <laughs> You're fine, man. No worries, man. I have a you know
1: what I'm talking about yeah, yeah. they get the zoomies, and... but I do appreciate it, man. It's been fun. And uh I'll absolutely come back again.
0: Cool, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. And we'll talk soon.
1: All right, buddy. See ya. All right.